Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. My next guest is an award-winning garden designer who's involved not only in therapeutic horticulture but social and outreach therapy for two decades. He's also an author and his latest book is called 52 Proverbs to Build Resilience Against Anxiety. It's out today and Fiona Nulon joins me now. Good morning to you, Fiona. Morning. Great to talk to you. Where, where about your family? Remind us where you're from, please. Where am I from? I'm from Dublin. You're from Dublin, right. So yours is a very interesting... I've seen... I've been watching a, a lot of what you do online as well. You've come yeah. up with these uh, 52 proverbs, but first of all, talk a little bit about gardening and garden design, because this is a good time of year to get some um, uh, little uh, suggestions out there for people. What would you suggest to the novice gardener to do something different, to be daring? To be daring, well, what I'd say is think about your garden not as an outdoor room, but think about your garden as a therapy space. We've just come through kind of COVID, the pandemic, where people re- really realised that their their outdoor space was, was their um, sanitarium as such. It was the place that kept us sane. We could go out and pace up and down, or you could go out and vape to your heart's content. But being out in the, in the outdoors, breathing the fresh air, being being under kind of sunlight and getting your vitamin D boosted your immune system. So we can extend that even more. How about creating an aromatherapeutic garden? How about creating a garden of your own herbal teas and treating your conditions like insomnia or candida or even pain relief, you know, from the different types of herbs that you can grow in your garden space. Right. So for me as a social and therapeutic horticulturist, that's my job. I bring people into the garden and we use the garden as a tool to deal with your physical complications or your mental health difficulties. Yeah. And the garden is a great resource for that. Yeah. How did you get involved in holistic therapies in the first place? Because sometimes there's life-changing movements in people's lives. What happened to well, you? Well, yeah, that's what happened. I had a bike crash and I kind of, I was initially studying art and I had a couple of tough years of kind of learning to, to kind of to walk again and um, kind of a lot of rehabilitation stuff and occupational therapy and physiotherapy and pain management stuff. And I found that some of the things like the breath control and meditation kind of worked better for me than the, than the, the medication that might have made me a little bit dozy or drowsy or not fully present. Um, and then I started looking at kind of, I'd always been interested in gardening, but like that I was looking to to grow my own pain relief medicines, you know, various different herbal teas, but also just getting out into the garden as a distraction away from, you know, my my mobility issues or my pain related issues. I'm finding that being in the garden and connecting with the with the soil and, and soil has contained in it a, a bacterium that um, causes serotonin, which is the happy hormone, to be released from the brain. Yeah. So without actually knowing it at that time, every time I was planting a bulb or doing something in the garden, I was actually medicating myself towards stability and happiness and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And yeah. again, with, with the Proverbs, there's an old proverb, Vien Gong Tosu Lag, which is every beginning is weak. And that's that thing of, like, your road to recovery yeah. is going to take a while. And it's funny because... We have a load of children in the family, an extended family now, from kind of, you know, a couple of weeks old up to five-year-olds. And I'm looking at the gargantuan effort between the different generations, the stages of what it takes to 
to crawl and then to kneel and, and then to, to stand and to walk and all of that sort of stuff. And I remember, okay, I'd done it the first time round at that age and then I had to do it again kind of in my 20s. And it's that thing of like, even with this book and the whole thing of the Proverbs and the Proverbs helping you build resilience and cope with stuff. It's, it's that that every beginning is weak. It sounds like defeatism, but it's not. It's the brutal truth. And sometimes when we accept the brutal truth, and go, okay, every beginning is weak. There's less pressure on me now. This is going to take time. If I'm dealing with anxiety or panic or depression, there is a way out. Yeah. But I, I, I need to kind of map my way out and I need to do it in, in manageable, biteable sizes and not beat myself up that I'm not getting well as fast as maybe people around me might be expecting. Okay, 52 Proverbs to Build Resilience Against Anxiety and Panic. It's not the first book you've written, but what's, uh, can you give me a little flavour of what's in this one? What are some of these Proverbs? Yeah, so all the Proverbs, well, basically what happens is the Proverb is matched to a, like a CBT exercise or a sports psychology exercise or, you know, a, a life strategy to give you the skill to build your way out of your, 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 your problems, you know? But really it's looking at some of the classic Proverbs that... Irish people for generations. Now, by generations, some of these stuff go back to kind of, you know, the Bronze Age type, type stuff, you know? And there's this thing that's one of my favourite ones is it won't always be raining. And when our ancestors spoke about that, they weren't talking about the weather. You know, it's that thing that we know in Ireland there's four seasons in a day. There might even be four seasons in a half an hour, you know? So we know things are changeable. And that's a great life lesson because if it's changeable, it's also changeable to good, not just to the bad. So the, the rain clouds will disappear, the stormy day will disappear, the sunshine will come back. So this thing of it won't always be raining, that's a real kind of hang on in there, you know, ho- hold it together, be stoic, you know, one day all this pain will be useful, you know, wait, wait for it, sunshine is, is, is on its way. And, and it's just, you know, even things like patience heals old wounds. You know, it's not even that patient heals new wounds. It's the old wounds. It's the stuff that's still hanging on for, for many, many years. Eventually that will subside. You know, hope is the decision of, of, of every misery. You know, yeah. that, that, you know, put yourself in a more positive mindset and you can overcome whatever your, your misery there. And then, you know, food is not better than sense. I mean, we were talking about that before the famine. And after the famine, we still kept talking about it. You know, like, that sounds shocking to some people, yeah. but it's that thing of, like, having sense, having your head right. That's how much of a value Irish people put on that. And I know our history is being complicated, and I know, you know, maybe the some of the cultural stuff that we had for a long, long time has been dropped, and not everybody has a connection in with kind of... You know, when I was forced to write the book, people were saying, oh, is it, is it Granny's wisdom? And I'm like, yeah, it is Granny's wisdom. What's wrong with Granny's wisdom? Mm. You know, and it's great Granny's wisdom, and it's Mother Earth's wisdom. All right. You know? All right. Well, look, I have to wrap it for the moment, Fiend, but point people towards how they can get the book. It's out today. Where can they so get this book? it's out today, and it's, it's, it's in the book centre in Wexford today, and I think I'll be down there on the 8th of May to do some signings at a, yeah. to have, have a drop-in. So, yeah. all good bookstores. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.